Welcome to the Live Your Wildest Life podcast. I'm your host, Gabriella Wilder, certified mindset coach and personal development junkie. I'm a positivity queen and a huge advocate for living your wildest life. Here's to us girls, the dreamers, the doers, the ones that live unapologetically and always want more. Each week, I'll be dishing out quick mindset tips and interviews with people who are following their dreams and living their wildest life. If you want to learn what it takes to go from broken babe to boss babe, you are in the right place. It starts with your mindset and a whole lot of spiritual tools that we will be sharing too. Now, are you ready to stop letting fear hold you back? Take charge of your life and start living the wildest version of it. Ready, set, let's do this. This week's episode is sponsored by my signature program, The Magical Morning Method. The MMM course is a self-study DIY course where you can really create, transform, and elevate your magical morning method because who doesn't want to wake up happy every morning? Who doesn't want to wake up with more energy, less stress, and more productive days? I know I do, which is why I created the magical morning method course. This short course is a way for you to create your own magical morning method that works for you. It's not a one-size-fits-all course. You literally do it yourself. So it contains four modules, which are the four pillars of having a great morning method, body, mind, soul, and self-care. And in each of these categories, in each of these modules, you will find the resources to do create and plug in things for your magical morning method. You will find hypnosis. You will find meditations. You will find breathing videos, tapping videos, recipes, journal prompts, affirmations, and so much more. The content is so juicy and so loaded. It's insane how low it's priced. So if you want more information on going into the magical morning method, Information is in the show notes, and I'm so excited to see you guys start to elevate and really, really take advantage of your mornings. We'll see you in the MMM. Happy Wednesday, babes. I am so excited to bring you guys another interview episode this week. This week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Megan Farrell. Megan is an online and international yoga and meditation teacher and the creator of Balance by Megan, which is a platform designed to inspire and empower you to begin and maintain your yoga and meditation journey. She is also the host of the Balance Your Life podcast, an international retreat leader and human design teacher. She loves teaching, cracking jokes in her yoga classes and workshops, and loves leading her students through modern day meditations, as well as understanding their human design. Megan loves the ocean, beach, and sun, And when she's not teaching yoga or meditation, you can find her planning her next travel adventure. Guys, this conversation was so fun. Um, I was also interviewed on Megan's podcast, so I will post when that will be available on hers. But um, we did back-to-back interviews, so we were like on calls for almost two hours for this one. And it was just so fun connecting with her, getting to talk to her, getting to know her better, and really just like 
finding out some stuff about yoga meditation that even I didn't know. So it's a really juicy episode. Um, And this week I let Megan give us the affirmation for the week. So that's super exciting. I'll repeat it at the end as well, but definitely, definitely stay tuned and listen to the full episode so you can hear the affirmation that she gives for the week because it was a really good one. Um, Also during the rapid fire, it was so funny because when I asked her what her secret obsession was, um, it's something we've never heard on the podcast before. So it's really, really good um, and definitely something that you want to tune in for. So before I start, I just want to say, um, again, this podcast is sponsored by the MMM method, which is my magical morning method. And all of the info to sign up and start your MMM or grab the freebie is in the show notes. I hope you guys love this episode as much as I loved recording it with Megan. And here we go. Hi, Megan. I'm so excited to have you on today's podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Okay. So for the listeners that don't know who you are, can you just introduce yourself and give us a little backstory on how you got started in yoga and meditation and wellness? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Megan Farrell. I'm the creator of Balance by Megan, which is essentially a platform to inspire and empower you to begin and maintain your yoga health and wellness journey. I'm also the host of the Balance Your Life podcast. I've recently become a human design teacher. I'm totally obsessed with it. And I like to say I'm a self-proclaimed dolphin whisperer. So we can dive into that later if you'd like, but it's true story. I can talk to, talk to the dolphins Um, and how I got started. So I always joke, like how much time do you have for these things? Because my journey (laughs) is like super long, but I'm going to try to condense it really short for you. So I have always struggled with depression, anxiety. I was diagnosed as having obsessive compulsive disorder. And like right from the get go, I had really severe asthma. So I grew up very sick all the time. I was very high strung. I mean, I went on medication literally when I was in grade four or five, like I was Uh really, really young. But it was because my my like OCD, so obsessive compulsive disorder was so out of control. And it would lead to like doing these routines or not being able to do them would like catapult my anxiety and my depression because I was so just so obsessed with everything that it became like I would be it it consumed my mind and it led me down like a really dark path of depression and I became like suicidal in my teens. Um I'd also been I feel like we're starting this off like really dark. So I like it positive after this. (laughs) Um, When I was 12, I was sexually abused by a family member. So that exasperated the OCD, the depression, the anxiety. And I I was in a really bad place for most of my childhood up into my teens. Like, you know, my parents didn't want to leave me alone in a bathroom in case I would like I self cut. So they would be like afraid of like me being alone with like razors and stuff. And I just, I wanted to be happier. I saw people in my high school, you know, living a good life. I had people who would try to be friends with me and it would be like, I felt like I couldn't give myself that permission to be happy. And it literally was one day I remember just laying in my bed and being like, I am so sick and tired of being this way. Like I'm going to like, I, something needs to change. Like I'm, I'm going to be happier. 
And it was literally like a light switch. Like I can't even describe to you what happened other than for someone who went from counting my books 40 times in a row before I could go to sleep to putting on like as silly as it sounds like my underwear would go on front, back, front, back, front before I could like start my day and get dressed. I had so many OCD compulsions that I stopped overnight. I was like this, I'm not doing this. And it was hard. Like I would, there were still a few little, I say like ticks, they're not really ticks, but like a few things that I did that I couldn't, it took me a couple of years to shake. But like, for the most part, I just stopped all my OCD tendencies. And I was just like, okay, like, I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to, the people who reach out to me, I'm going to start hanging out with them because they're, they're happier, they're higher vibe people. And I, you know, I slowly started going out a little bit more. And even though I was still on my medication, so I was, I slept a lot when I was on the medication. They're essentially like tranquilizers, right? And even though that I, I, I was starting to feel like it was becoming in a better place. Mm-hmm. And then I met and I was in like therapy, like once a week, sometimes twice a week for a very long time. And it was funny because even though at the time the therapy helped so much, I felt like I had hit this point of like, okay, I feel like I'm, I can't get out of this loop. Like we know she has depression. We know she has OCD. You want me to keep talking about it? How am I supposed to get better if I'm constantly talking about how sad I feel? And so I, I stopped going to see my therapist. She was fine. She was great when I needed her, but I was ready to move on. And then I met who is now my now husband. And he had also been on some of the same medication as me. He's like, Megan, like, this is going to be hard, but we're going to, you're going to come off of it. Like, you can do this. I believe in you. I will be there for you. And I like, we had just started dating. And for someone to be like, like, I was a maniac coming off of it. Cause it's like going through withdrawal, right? Like I was so Mm -hmm. moody. I was irritable. I slept, I slept a lot again, but he was like, no, you can do this. You can do this. And so I came off of my medication, cold turkey, which I do not suggest anybody to do. My doctor was very mad at me, but I'm like you, I'm an all or nothing type of person. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of addiction in my family. And for a long time that worked against me. And for this, it was like, I became like addicted, like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm just, it's, I'm, I'm not going to touch the pills. And every day it would be like, okay, day one is down. Like now I only have two more weeks to go. Day two is done. Okay. Like it's 12 days to go. And so I just kept saying, okay, like it's two more days out of the system. Don't go back. And I found when I came off that medication, I was so, I I was like awake, you know? And then when I wasn't sleeping, I almost became like bored. And I was like, oh fuck, what am I supposed to fill like this time with? Normally I'd be napping for two hours. Like what am I going to do now? And this little voice came inside my head. And I know that sounds super woo woo, but it like, it, we love the woo around here. Yeah. It it was like, so it was like, this voice was like, try yoga. And I had dabbled a little bit before my mom tried to take me to a few classes when I was about 15 for my asthma. She was like, we got to try to control your asthma. And I was like, yoga. Okay. (laughs) And I like had this like crappy $10 little Walmart mat. I enrolled it. I threw in a YouTube video and it was like, for me, I wanted to be more of like a workout. So I did like this 20 minute power yoga class and it totally kicked my butt. Like, I mean, I couldn't even get through the flow and it was like 20 minutes. 
And I was like, oh my God, okay, like I'm going to do this exact video until I can master it. And so I did it like three times a week. And I noticed almost instantly I would feel better coming off my mat. Like if I went to it stressed, I come off feeling less stressed. Mm -hmm. And I started noting, like noticing physical improvements. Like I could hold a plank pose, pose longer and my flexibility started to improve. So like three days turned into like four days turned into every single day until I was doing yoga every single day. And it started very much physically. Like I wanted that workout, but it became so much more than just physical. Like I didn't want to lose weight per se, but I was just like, I want to tone. I want to like work out. And it was like, I, like I was saying before, I mentally started noticing I was much more calm uh, going to work. I was just much more happier. I, you know, if I was angry, I was like, I had more compassion afterwards. I was like, Oh, I actually see a solution to this problem. And it all stemmed from just this physical aspect of yoga turning into so much more. So that's really how I got started. And then it just snowballed from there. I love that. Like, that's a crazy story of (laughs) where you started to just like how you found yoga. Like, wow. Yeah. I mean, I tried um, to shorten it in like 10 minutes and I feel <laughs> <laughs> no, you did a great job. That was like a lot. Um, so after finding yoga and just like knowing that it helped you so much, what made you want to get certified and do yoga teacher training and really just like bring that to other people? Yeah. So because I noticed such a transformation in my life, which is what a lot of yoga teachers in my experience, that's why they're like, man, I noticed such a transformation. I have to share this with others. Mm -hmm. And for me, like you were saying, it was such a 360 degree transformation. You know, people I saw, teachers I saw in high school actually cried when they saw me being like, you know, we thought you were going to be a statistic and to see you flourishing and so happy. And at the time I had a job that I enjoyed. I didn't love, but I enjoyed it. But just to see me in that space of like, wow, you're off your medication. You're doing so well. Like what, what happened? Like what changed Mm -hmm. you? And it was like, for me, it was yoga. And I was like, I got to share this with other people. And so I, my yoga journey started at home on YouTube. And I, I did that for like two years. I, I, you know, I was, a little nervous to go into a studio. I wasn't sure really what to expect. I also was like, man, I, you know, I can't do the splits. I can't do handstand. How am I going to go to a studio? And it was, it was the new year. And my mom had just been diagnosed with breast cancer. And she was like, you know, I'll, I'll give this yoga thing a try with you if you want to go to a studio. And it just like, everything fell into place. Like I, I called the studio that I, I had done some research on and I was like, yeah, like if you start in January, we actually have this promo on it's 30 days for $40. And I loved the girl's energy on the phone. So I went. And after that first class, I was like, you know, I've been thinking about teacher training. And the lady was like, you know what? We actually have a teacher training starting in two weeks. Like, you know, you would be a perfect mistake. I know it was like, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, oh, I can't do teacher training. I don't know how to do a handstand. And she was like, okay, like, what do you, what does that even mean? Like, you don't know how to do a handstand. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't I have to know how to do all these poses? She's like, no, 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 sweetheart. Like you are in for such a treat with how deep of a dive it goes other than just the poses. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was like, it just worked out. We had just sold our investment property. So I had the money around to invest in a teacher training. I started my teacher training and it was just like, like we joke around, like you start drinking the Kool-Aid and then you just like, can't stop. Like it just, it turned into like this meditation practice and it turned into just so much more learning about the chakras, learning about, you know, breathing or breath work. And I just felt like this light bulb that was on started to get brighter and brighter. And I just was like, oh, I got to share this with everybody. Everybody has to know the power of yoga. So that's why I got started. That's how I got started on my teacher training. And I got certified in 200 hours. The very next year afterwards, I got certified to be a 500 hour yoga teacher. And then I became certified to do meditation. And yeah, it's just been like this never ending journey since. Oh my gosh. I love that. So you talked about teaching meditation and getting being certified in teaching meditation. Um, how do you start a meditation practice at home? I know that's something that either you love or you hate, or you've started and dabbled in it, but haven't really like gone full tilt into it, or mm -hmm. you're doing it every single day. I don't think there's like a middle. There's like either you do it or you don't do it. Um, yeah. And it's like, I know a lot of friends that are struggling to just shut off that monkey brain and like really just get into meditation and like get all the benefits from meditating all the time, like consistently. So um, what are some tips? Like, how can you get started on meditation practice? How can you maybe just like, shut the monkey brain off and like go inwards? Um, what are some ways that they can start? Yeah, so thank you so much for that. So let me just say to <laughs> I was the least into meditation when I started, like it was part of my yoga teacher training. And I was like, Oh, fun, meditation. I was, had no absolute interest in it at all. And when I did it in my teacher training, I remember just sitting there sobbing because yoga had made me feel really good in my body. You know, mentally it helped me feel good, but meditation was the thing that shut off that negative self-talk. It helped me to actually see what I was actually capable of. So if you're like, Oh, not for me. Like I was that girl. And it's, I, I, I will almost forego of yoga, a yoga practice in replacement of meditation. So for anyone who wants to start, like, let's just get out the idea that most people have in their head. I know I did. Meditation has to be an hour long in a dark room, sitting cross-legged chanting. Nope. Not a thing. I, I thought that too. And I was like, oh, that's what I have to do. And it, a lot of people think that. So that's not what it is. Like the first time I meditated i was literally like you know eat pray love when she's in that room yeah and she's like oh i want a meditation room want, this is how i'm gonna decorate and she's like look at the time it's like not even a minute's passed by like that that's the way i started and it was like i'm never gonna be able to do this so yeah people that are feeling that this that this is for you guys yeah yeah no and it's like I also, I also tell my students or my clients, like it can be five minutes to start. It doesn't have to be this 20 minute, this half an hour or an hour long thing. Like we see some people talk about on social media. It's also not, and some people will say, you know, it's just shutting off the mind. It's not shutting off the mind. The definition of meditation is single point of concentration. So, and that concentration can look differently. It can be focused on the breath. 
It can be focused on a visualization or a guided imagery. It can be walking. It can be an idea of just like focusing on a certain body part. It's just your, think of this light bulb that lights up everything. And meditation is that laser beam. It's focusing in on one thing. So I think that helps people because they're like, I can't shut off my monkey mind. Yeah. And you're not, you, yes, but no, you're not shutting the brain down. You're just focusing it on one thing, which in turn will shut down that monkey mind. Got it. So it, first of all, I would say for somebody who wants to start commit to five minutes, just write it down in your calendar, make a note in your phone. Five minutes is all you need. Pick morning or evening too. And I say first thing in the morning or last thing in the evening, because if you're like, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do it on my lunch hour. For some people who have been doing it for a while, that works for the person who's just starting, you know, meetings come up, you've forgotten to make that phone call to your grandmother or your doctor, you need to take a walk because you just need to give your eyes a break. Something is always going to come up. But if you were like, first thing in the morning, I wake up and I take five minutes to meditate or it's the last five minutes before I go to sleep. Pick one or the other. Commit to it for a, two weeks to a month. And then if you decide, like for me, I started with the evening and I found, you know, I would either fall asleep so that I forgot what I was meditating or, you know, I was too tired to do it. So then I switched to the morning. You can always switch it. Mm -hmm. you know, I never thought I would be a morning meditator and look mm -hmm. at me now. <laughs> um, so do that five minutes morning or evening and then also you know like let people know that you're doing this i know i appreciate people have kids they have a significant other they have work but if you just say to someone like your significant other your kiddos like hey guys i'm taking five minutes you know remove yourself from that situation don't be like in mm -hmm. the living room while they're trying to watch tv or something go somewhere quiet and just let them know i'm doing this for the next five minutes most people I think would be understanding it's five minutes. It's no different than if you were to go to the bathroom, let people know you're doing that so that you have uninterrupted time. Please do not have your cell phone on near you. If you want to have it on for an alarm, put it into airplane mode so that you're not distracted by notifications. I always tell people too, when you're starting off, do a guided meditation. My favorite. It's yeah. Like, I don't know why there's some people who are like, that's not real meditation. And like, I'll argue anybody day and night about why that is mm -hmm. or isn't meditation, but guided meditation is so it's a nice stepping stone for people to come into. I still, it's one of my favorite things it's, to listen to or practice, too. right? Cause you're, you can find, first of all, there's so many meditations out there. You yep. can find something for you and it's somebody is literally you're taking the guesswork out and somebody is literally leading you through a practice. Mm -hmm. Now a good meditation teacher will give you time within that guided meditation to kind of be with your own thoughts, to focus on your own breath. It's not usually like word for word from start to finish there. There should be some time in between mm -hmm. where that person can take some time and, you know, just be with their own thoughts or, or actually visualize what they're describing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's it's like I say, it takes the guesswork out of what you should or shouldn't be doing. Should I be focusing on the breath here? Should I be, you know, thinking about this? It's like somebody is taking you through that. If your thing isn't guided meditation, 
belly breaths or, you know, that belly meditation is also really, or breathing meditation is Mm -hmm. also really nice where you're strictly just focusing on the inhalation and the exhalations of your breath. I'm trained in like seven more different modalities of meditation, but those are always my first go-to for those beginners. I love that. And so then like, why is it so important to take that time to nourish your mind and your body and your soul, either through yoga or through meditation? And like, besides taking that five minutes, are there any other tips that you do daily that you would like recommend people do daily? Or is that like a main one? Yeah. Um, I, the meditation is so powerful. I think everybody should spend even like we were saying five minutes in solitude. And I think Mm -hmm. it gets a really bad rep to be like, quote unquote, alone with your thoughts. A lot of people don't want to be alone with their thoughts. And again, this isn't what we're doing with meditation. We're not sitting there thinking about things. We're right. Allowing somebody to take us through a guided meditation or focusing on your breath. But at the very least I tell people, you know, for those who are like skeptics or they don't really know why they should be doing it. Think of it as like a workout for your brain. There are (laughs) so many, yeah, there's so many studies that have come out and say, you know, if you practice meditation, you're lowering your risk of Alzheimer's and dementia, which alone should be a reason why you're like, okay, I'm going to take the five minutes to do this. Mm -hmm. It helps kind of build that neuroplasticity and it helps you to it in the brain. It helps to, you know, kind of just like hone in on those neural pathways that help you remember things that help you to, you know, do new things like play a new instrument. Um, It also helps to like shrink those areas of the brain that are associated with fear, with, you know, that those limiting beliefs. And it helps to kind of boost those areas of your brain that are associated with cognitive brain function, with memory, with focus, so even from a scientific point of view, we already know how good meditation is. Mm-hmm. And then for like your listeners and you who are like, like we're all about that woo. Yes. It's like you're shifting that energy to be in a more positive space. You're, you know, you're setting the day up. If you're doing affirmations, you know, that's also a really great meditation. It's just to sit there and repeat affirmations over and over. And we know when we do that, we kind of create these new grooves in the brain that that becomes our new rewired brain. Mm -hmm. So there's, you know, the scientific point of view is like, it shrinks areas of the brain that are associated with fear, with, um, limiting beliefs, that negative self-talk and, in replacement of that, it, it helps with cognitive function, memory, it helps, you know, deal with pain better and stuff. And it also helps with rewiring the brain. And then, sorry, I totally blanked on what your next question. No, (laughs) just any other practices that you do daily or you would recommend to do daily in like conjunction with meditating. Yeah. So for me, do that at the very least, do that five minutes a day, you can work up from there. I love even just stretching the body out in the morning. So, you know, we've been sleeping for hopefully eight hours, <laughs> seven to nine hours. I think eight is like optimal eight and a half, but you know, the, the body does a lot of recovering and stuff then, but it's also been laying in a, you know, yes, I know we move and stuff, but more or less one position for a long period of time. So we want to like, move the body, you know, you want to do some spinal flexion and extension, kind of get 
the body warmed up a little bit more energized, if you will, it helps to just kind of work, work out the kinks in the body. It helps to just, for me, it helps me put it be in a more positive frame of mind. It just mm -hmm. together, it can be 15 minutes and you know, if that means you go to bed 15 minutes early so you can wake up and do that, it just, it makes such a difference, but move your body. If it's not quote unquote yoga or stretching, you know, take a quick walk and know where you and I are from, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. that's not so easy in like the winter months, but even if you like walk around your house, I mean, I used to go up and down my stairs when I was locked in because of the cold and the snow dance, just move. That's the body. my favorite way. Yeah. Dance parties. Just move the body, get kind of that, move that stagnant energy out. Um, I'm a big fan of like twist in the morning too. So either seated or laying down, you're just like, I like to think of it as like you're wringing out a sponge or you're wringing out that stagnant energy and then you're bouncing back and allowing, you know, more positive energy to come into your body, better blood flow and stuff. That's awesome. Um, okay. So I know on your Instagram and your YouTube channel, you offer a lot of guided meditations and you offer yoga videos. Um, how do the two go hand in hand? Like if someone's used to doing yoga, but they're like, I don't really practice meditating. Like how do they connect? Yeah. So I think a lot of people look at yoga as a workout, a workout or poses. Right. They're like, I see downward dog and that's yoga. Mm -hmm. And my training was that there are eight practices to yoga. So there's how you treat others in the world, how you treat yourself asana or what we call like those poses or postures there's breath work there's going into meditation meditation withdrawal of the senses and then that connection to divinity universe energetic whatever you want to call it god mm -hmm. so meditation falls under the limb of yoga so if you are someone who's like i want to practice the yoga poses there's so much more to it than just that that is one form of it but there's you know there's seven other limbs mm -hmm. so some people will say oh my yoga is my meditation practice and for me i say that's more of a mindfulness practice right meditation is one um concentration like it's focusing on one thing if you're moving you're breathing you're doing things it's you can be mindful and do it but it's it, it's not quite a moving meditation so they go really well and hand in hand because they fall under the same limb. They fall under the same, like yoga is meditation. Meditation has a yogic aspect to it. It does not have to be like we've talked about before an hour long practice of yoga and an hour long practice of meditation. Mm -hmm. Five minutes, you know, I do my meditation before I move my body but some people will use yoga and how it's meant to be as you follow the limbs is you're supposed to wring out that energy. You're supposed to move that body before you get it ready to do meditation. Got it. So whatever way you want to do it. If you want to be physical first and then quiet afterwards, do it that way. For me, I'm quiet first and then I do the physical so that I can go on with the rest of my day. Got it. That, that was a really good like outline of it's not just tree pose. It's like all of these other things yeah. under one hub. Yeah. And I like, oh, I love that. If so, someone had once said to me, you know, I don't believe people should come to yoga for weight loss. I'm like, why not? A good teacher will make you realize that it's more than 
just weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. I don't care why you get on the mat. I don't care if it's for a workout. I don't care if you want to lose 50 pounds. I don't care if it's to stretch, like, right. To become more flexible. Yeah. It will become so much more than that. Or a good teacher should at least let you see that it's so much more than just a pose. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, okay. So I know you are like diving deep into human design lately mm-hmm. and you're like, are loving that. So want to give us a little bit of like how finding out your human design and working with your design has really just like shifted the way that you show up on a daily basis. Yeah. So it's funny because I'm still working on this like mindset belief Mm -hmm. is like for a while I was like, well, human design can't be yoga. And it was like, it. Like I don't know why that was a thought for me in the first place. Like, yes, it can absolutely be yoga. Like sometimes we'll like, you'll have yoga teachers who also practice like Reiki. And I'm like, so why Mm -hmm. can those two go together? But like, I, for some odd reason, can't say human design and yoga go together. So that is something that I've been working on, like why these two absolutely go together. So human design for me was something that I heard. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm somebody who goes into these things, right? Even like Reiki, I'm like open about it. I'm like, I don't really have any expectation what should come from it. But like, I don't know. I'm open to it. Let's give it a go. Right. So I heard human design. I was like, oh, cool. Sounds interesting. And then I heard it again and I was like, oh yeah, I should do my chart. And then it was like a bat. It was like every other person I listened to on a podcast or like you saw on Instagram was talking about human design. And I was like, oh my God, okay. Apparently I should do this human design. Yeah, you're like, there's something to this. (laughs) The the universe is like, like it was subtle about it. And now it's like beating me with a brick. I love it. (laughs) And so when I first was like, okay, like, you know, I plugged in my information. So you need your exact birth time you need your birth location and the more specific you can be the better. So for us, like Toronto, like how can you even break that down further? Mm -hmm. North York, East York, Scarborough. So the more specific, the better. And when I read it, I remember sitting there and just like crying being like, this is so totally me. And when you read your human design, it's almost like you're like, you're not surprised. You're like, wow, Mm -hmm. that is exactly how I feel but we're so conditioned like you and i were talking about earlier and even on my podcast which you will be on soon (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm a projector and i was trying to be that generator i was trying to hustle and i was like if i'm like if gary v says i'm not working on this 24 hours a day like i'm not making an indent in my business and i found myself burning out all the time even though I really did love what I was doing I was like what is going on why am I burning out and I almost became bitter Mm -hmm. so as a projector that is like our not self theme is that experience of bitterness and I'd be like I'm doing all these things I'm following what coaches are telling me right and I'm not seeing the result and I was becoming bitter and I was becoming resentful of what I had wanted my business to be all about right it had yoga had transformed my life so much, but I was almost becoming bitter about not seeing the results of like, why aren't, you know, why aren't I on that influencer status yet? Why don't I have that cult following that will come on retreats with me? And then reading and learning about my human design, I was like, it's because I'm so out of alignment. Like I'm a projector. I'm meant to work four to six hours a day. And I've always said, I can, I work so well in four to six hours. Like I can, I can get done more than 
any, like, even when I worked in corporate, I would get done more than anybody. But at the end of it, I'd be like, I'm done. Like, I just, I like, I'm, I'm tapped out. I don't want to work anymore. And just reading that it was almost like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. It's like, no, 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 this is how you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean like, I don't have my periods of like hustle, but it was just like, this is how you're going to be in the most alignment. So follow this the best you can. So when people, I think, read their chart, it's like, it's that freedom, right? You're just like that breath of fresh air to be like, oh, I see why this isn't working for me or this is totally me. And, you know, I feel like we can all have those experiences where we have been in alignment, even if we don't know it. And we're like, wow, it's so weird how, how in flow everything was like, Mm -hmm. things kept coming up for me all the time. Like, that's so crazy. And even though we experience that, we almost go back to, okay, but it should be harder than it was for that. Like that was just a fluke that all of that happened. I remember that being my story for the longest time is it was just a fluke that all of that happened. Mm -hmm. And it was like, no, it was because I was so in alignment. And even, you know, I know you're so super into manifestation Mm -hmm. for me. I have a feminine energy with that. And I used to, I can manifest things very well with just a feeling I put out like, this is the feeling I want. I'm a little bit more. That's my way. I'm a specific manifester. Okay. But I'm so big on feeling the feeling of what it is when I have it. Yeah. And that's when it happens. You're like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. And, but for me, I was like, you know, all these people are like, you got to be like super micro specific. And I would try So it depends on your chart. So are you a non-specific manifester? I'm a non-specific manifester. Okay. Yeah. And that made so much sense Mm -hmm. to me because I was like, oh, I, I easily manifest. Like I'm the love of my life came into my life and I was not very specific about it. You know, I, things from like trips to money to just things would come to us. And I'd be like, oh, I wasn't very specific about it at all. I was just like putting out good intentions, good vibrations. I wanted something fun to happen. You know, I would be very cool if this thing happened to us and it would come into my life. Mm-hmm. And when I read that, I was like, oh, like that's why that works so well for me as opposed to being micro specific. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's just like when knowing you know yourself. Are, yeah. Yeah. So exactly. Bad. You can like work with your strengths. Mm-hmm and have it work out for you because you're like oh okay that's the way I work yes that's exactly what it was it was like it it just gives you permission to work the way that like you inherently know you work really well with but we're so conditioned to be that Gary V type of person especially as an entrepreneur that it doesn't you know feel right it's it's funny too for me like sales is one of those things that like (laughs) if I'm that type of person if you knock on my door and it's cracked open a little bit. I, you know, come on in. Like I'm that right. kind of person. I don't like to be the person who knocks on the door and does that cold calling. And for me, for the longest time, I was like, well, that's what I have to do, but I do so much better not being that way. Right. So that's what the, I think the human chart gate gives a lot of people. Everybody I've read a chart for her is like, holy crap, that is me to a T. And it's like, exactly. Like it's, it's nothing you're like, most people aren't like totally like, wow, so out of left field did not see that coming. It was like, oh yeah, that has been true for me that I have experienced that. And I didn't know what that was all about or like mm-hmm. why I felt that way, but that's, that's definitely me. So yeah, human design, whew, like yoga has just transformed my life. 
I love that. So like my strategy as a generator is like waiting to respond. Mm-hmm. And I definitely wasn't doing that previously. Yeah. Kind of like, like we were talking about it when I was on your podcast and I was saying how um, I had an idea and I was like, I'm going to go with it because it's a good idea and I can make money with it. Blah, blah, blah. But like nobody had asked for mm-hmm. that. Nobody showed a need for it. Yeah. And I just did it because I was good at it. And then I was like, yeah, I can just make it work. And then when I realized that my strategy was waiting to respond and I started creating and offering things that people were genuinely asking for or needed or showing an interest in, that's when everything started clicking and aligning because it was like, oh, okay, so I'm waiting to respond. So I'm, I have this idea, but unless somebody needs it, I shouldn't put all my eggs in that basket just yet. Yes. And like doing that has been a game changer. So yeah, you're trying to be that manifester, right? You're mm-hmm. trying to like inform others. You're like, yeah, from the rooftop. And that yeah. works. Like, I feel like we see that a lot on uh, from coaches online and that works very well for them, obviously. But I think we get so wrapped up in like, that's how it has to be for me. And it's mm-hmm. like, when you read your charts and you're like, oh, actually, I'm not supposed to be that informer. I'm supposed to wait for that invitation or wait to respond to that need. It's like, it's a game changer. Oh yeah. Cause like when everyone was talking, like asking for more tips on manifestation or more tips on how to release energies, I was like, okay, this is my, this is my thing. So let, let me do it. And like, yeah. yeah. Instead of me just like forcing it down people's throats. <laughs> I know. And you want like, it's from a place of love, right? Like, of with course. You, I'm okay. like, oh my gosh, this works. You need to do it too. But yeah. Yeah. No, you got to wait for like that horse to come to you or like to mm-hmm. walk itself as opposed to like trying to drag it. <laughs> right. But, you know, yeah. Oh gosh. I love that. Okay. So before we get into rapid fire questions, is there anything else that you feel called to share? You really want to, um, anything coming up right now that you just, we haven't talked about yet? Yeah. Um, I think for me, I, I want people to st- social media is absolutely great it's how you and I connected I think social media is a wonderful thing I feel like you know even people who come to me they often get so wrapped up into these beautiful yes beautiful yoga poses they see on Instagram but that is not what yoga is you might hit those poses you might have you know those opportunities to experience there's so much benefit into you know uh, having discipline to hit some of these poses but it's that's not what yoga is about so I want you to not think about those beautiful splits or you know those dancer poses that you see on a beach somewhere like that is not yoga so don't Mm -hmm. let that be the thing that stops you from trying it there's so many different styles too there's a style out there for you same with meditation there's a style out there for you just be open to trying something new especially if you know you're stuck right it's usually a sign that you're ready for a change you just need to make that leap and whether it's you know like gabrielle you're into eft you're into reiki you know if that's that or if that's yoga just be open to trying something new if it sparks your interest give it a shot 100 percent. oh i love that okay so i just had something come to me as you were saying that i was like yeah Okay, so normally after the guests co-op episode, I share a journal prompt and an affirmation for the week. But because you're talking about affirmation practices, um, I'm going to ask you to share the affirmation for the week. So just an affirmation that our listeners can carry with them throughout the week. Um, yeah, sorry. That was like awesome. out of left field. But yeah, I, just, no. yeah, I got a, a nudge saying like, ask her for the affirmation this week. So 
Um, is there an affirmation that's on your heart or something that you've been repeating um, that the listeners can take with them for the week? Yeah, I think one that I th- does really well and it just, it's so lighthearted is I am open to giving and receiving love. So I am open to giving and receiving love. I am open to giving and receiving love. Oh, chills. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, guys, that in the show notes um, so you can repeat it throughout the week like we do every week. Um, okay. So rapid fire questions and then we can let everyone know where to find you. Are you yeah. ready? Yeah. So pumped. Okay. So what is a daily practice or ritual that you do every single day? Something that no matter where you are, no matter how much time you have, um, you're doing it. I don't go on social media for the first two hours of my day. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to say don't use my phone because sometimes I do for like listening to podcasts, but no social media. The same thing with me. I um, go on my phone for like a guided meditation or hypnosis or Mm -hmm. that stuff. Um, I try not to scroll for the first 30 minutes, but I mean, it it varies with what everyone Don't make it the first thing. It doesn't matter if it's 30 minutes or two hours, like- do not make it the first thing you do in the morning. Mm-hmm. Comparisonitis happens if you do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Something recent that you manifested. Sales in my my more my husband, but our CBD's business. It just kind amazing. of exploded. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, what book are you currently reading? Two things. Nonfiction at night because I, I that's the way I shut off my mind. So I just finished Midnight Bayou, and then during the day I read a uh, nonfiction book. I always get those two mixed up. But <laughs> Big Magic by Elizabeth Gil- Gilbert. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love that. Um, what's your secret obsession? So something that not many people know about you. I was gonna say human design, but like that's no, all. that's not a secret. Um, I'm <laughs> obsessed with dolphins just like like next level like I feel like if I wasn't doing what I'm doing now I would be a marine biologist with dolphins okay so you you kind of foreshadowed before you like talk to them you can give me get, oh, the, get into that a little bit now since you brought that up yeah the self-proclaimed dolphin yeah sister. how the heck did you um, figure that out so dolphin is my spirit animal okay um, it, I've just been from the time I was little I remember going and this part of my life I'm not super proud of because I wouldn't do it now, but I went swimming with the dolphins, not something I would do now, but at the time I was like eight years old. So, right. um, and I was just, they were just so gentle. They were so playful. I remember them seeing, they had brought in, um, like a really young kid who was, I don't like using the world disabled, but like, yeah, I guess disabled. And mm-hmm. the dolphins almost like created this little hammock so the kid could like stay between them and I was just like blown away with how intuitive they were and how you know yes they're playful bigger animals but they can be so gentle and so I've always been super drawn to it I love that and then we've like my husband and I have lived abroad before and we've like we love to be by the ocean and I would see dolphins all the time and I can make this noise and watch. I won't be able to do it now because I'm like put on the spot. (laughs) But if I make the noise, it's almost like dolphins will like, they've made the noise back to me and it's. (gasps) Oh my God. I don't know if that picks up, but 
I heard it. People have been like, like have watched me do that and have seen dolphins like come to me. And it's like, I just, I feel like I'm so connected to them. It's also like projector is like that hashtag mermaid life too. So it's, yeah. So it's like definitely like my spirit animal. And I feel like I can like, just, I'm like one with the dolphins. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. That is a really good secret obsession. Yeah. People are like, when I've done it a few times and people are like, wow, like you really do sound like one. I'm like, I know. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Who would you want to be stuck in a 10 minute elevator ride with? Jay Shetty. Ooh. Oh, just, yeah. Like I'm putting <laughs> it out there that he's going to come on my podcast. Yes. Put that <laughs> shit out there. Uh, yeah. I love man. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're throwing it back to MTV Cribs. If I were to open up your fridge right now, what would I find? <laughs> I need to do a grocery shop, so like not a lot right now. It's okay. But um, almond milk, okay, chocolate milk for after my workouts. Tons. I have lemons in there, and then tons of like I vegetable, like zucchini, broccoli, onion, red pepper. I currently have like no protein. I need to go shopping after this, but that is what you would find in my fridge. Ooh, okay. And frozen fruit too. I can't. It's really hard for me to like eat fruit, but like if I blend it into a smoothie, it's like gold. Great. Yeah, so that's what you'd find in my fridge. Love it. Um, okay, favorite stone or crystal? Rose quartz. Ah, yeah. Yay! That's like the first crystal I ever got. And so like it holds a very special place in my heart. Yeah, it's just, it's it's love. It's just, it's, I, I love is like such a powerful, strong emotion. So yeah, rose quartz for sure. I love that. And then last, favorite quote or piece of advice that you've ever been given? I'm going to follow this up because it sounds a little darker, but it really puts me in my place and gives me perspective on things. And I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's like, if you are feeling depressed, you're living in the past. If you're feeling anxiety, you're living in the future. So that really gives me perspective, especially if I'm feeling like really depressed about something. I'm like, okay, what is it that I'm feeling depressed about? And it's always the past. It's like, you should have done this. I regret that. You know, I wish this had happened instead. And it's like, definitely passed up and if I'm anxiety it's like projecting like crappy expectations of things that could go wrong or could like it's just that really sets me up to be like okay I'm flipping the story on this okay so basically just like sets you up to live in the present and yeah really just be more present and grounded yeah and put out positive energy that things are going to be better yeah Oh, I love that. Okay. So let everyone know where they can find you, how they can work with you and just sort of like where you hang out the most. Yeah. I'm most active. I feel like everybody like on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. um, balance by Megan, M E G H A N, um, across all platforms. So you know, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, that's my social media handle. And then my website is www.balancebymegan.com. And you can work one-on-one with me if you want to do like set yourself up for meditation or do some yoga. I also have a membership site. So it's kind of like a yoga in demand. You know, there's everything from five minute meditations and yoga flows to 40 minute yoga flows on there. So it's for the person on the go who wants to do a practice at home, doesn't really know where to start. And it's, it's 10 USD a month. So I have a membership site too for that. Amazing. And then what is your YouTube handle as well? Because I know we had mentioned that you have meditations and some yoga videos on there as well. So Balance by Megan on there. 
as well on YouTube. Okay, perfect. Well. I have a couple on Insight Timer. So if someone's been using Insight Timer, I do have meditations on there too. That is one of my favorite apps. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's on there. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I know that I learned so much about yoga and like what it is and what it isn't. And then just more about you and your journey. And it, it was incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you for this opportunity. This has been so much fun. Okay, guys. So for this week's journal prompt, I want you guys to really just go inwards and maybe do this during a meditation like Megan was discussing in the interview, or maybe just have a guided meditation and set this as your intention as something that you want to get an idea of or get a download of or feel that intuitive nudge. Um, So the journal prompt for this week is when do you feel most in tune with yourself? So again, when do you feel most in tune with yourself? And I want you guys to either journal on this, meditate on it, really just set the intention of receiving the answer of when you feel the most yourself. What is it that you're doing? Who is it that you're with? Where are you? What have you done before that moment? What do you do after that moment? What is it? Because when you start to figure out the things that light you up, when you start to figure out the things that bring you back into alignment, those are the things that you can be using on a daily basis to ground yourself, to center yourself, to bring you back into the present, to bring you back from operating from a place of love and from your heart. And that is so freaking important. And then the affirmation that Megan shared in the episode, I'm just going to repeat it so you guys have it again, is I am open to giving and receiving love. I am open to giving and receiving love. So freaking powerful. I loved it. I loved it so much. Okay, guys, I hope you guys loved that episode as much as I loved recording it with Megan. And if you did, send me a screenshot of you listening to the episode and tag me and Megan in it so we can share it and we can tell you and like let us know what your favorite part of the episode was, what your favorite takeaway was um, because I love really seeing and listening and hearing your thoughts, your feedback so I can continue giving you guys more of what you love and what you love to hear and learn and understand and want more of. That is the purpose of this podcast for you guys to learn and grow and expand your mindset. So let me know what you guys love so I can continue giving more of that. And we'll see you guys on Monday. You are now one step closer to living your wildest life. If you loved this episode, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And share it with your friends. Sharing's good karma. Tag me when you guys listen on Instagram at Gabrielle Wilder. And remember that you can find all of today's info in our show notes. Babe, you are a wild one. So go out and crush those goals and start living your wildest life. You are worth it. Ready, set, see you next week.